work and then you know that they are probably no good for you but you feel this weird attraction point or this desperation for them um and you just don't know why right Hey girl, hey, and welcome to the self-love fix podcast where we get relatable, we share tea, and we support each other on this journey of self-love, self-worth, personal development, self-esteem, and self-care. Because why wait until it's too late to start becoming the best version of ourselves? Let's start today. And I'm your host. Beatrice. So let's get into it. Hey girl, hey, and welcome back to the self-love fix. First of all, I want to apologize for not having said happy December in the last podcast because we are now three weeks into December, two weeks, two weeks into December. Okay. Yes. But, um, happy December after all. And then I also forgot to give the book of the month. It was, I guess it was just a rough week last week. So the book of the month is, and I hope I didn't mention this already. I don't think I did, but the human magnet syndrome, um, why we love people who hurt us. This is a book by Ross Rosenberg, who is a psychotherapist. Um, it is a book that kind of talks about the attraction point between people who are codependent and people who have type B personalities, which means people who are narcissistic or have narcissistic personality disorder, but um, I'm sorry, uh, borderline personality disorder, histrionic personality disorder, um, antisocial personality disorder. I think that one's formerly known as formerly known as someone who uh, are people with sociopathy, people who are who are sociopathic. I'm having a hard time talking today. Okay. And then, um, people who are psychopathic psychopaths. Um, yes. So it kind of talks about why is the attraction point there and it helps you dive deeper into that. And I, I don't know, I thought it was very interesting. So if you find that you are, um, you've been attracted to people who are more on the narciss- narcissistic side, um, all those personality disorders that I described are people who are on the narcissistic side this is a great book for you um and if you don't know (laughs) if you've been attracted to those kind of people um usually people who are just what we consider toxic people they might just fall into that category so you might want to read and see it was a really eye-opening book so that is my book recommendation for the month okay so in this episode we are going to talk about letting them go so I put them because some of us are attracted to men some of us are attracted to women some of us are attracted to non-binary folk we are all attracted to different people I may slip and accidentally say him in this podcast and that's um because of the fact that that is what I relate to but this is applicable to any partner that you have had. So this episode is going to be specifically related to letting go of the toxic partner because that one is much more, I think that looks much more different than letting go um, another partner. I think both are painful. Uh, I just think they're painful in different ways. So when it comes to the toxic partner, a lot of times we don't see it coming. We're confused. Um, we're, we're kind of left in this state of what happened if we're the person who was left behind, right? A lot of times there's no clear answer. A lot of times they don't even give you an answer. They just kind of up and leave. You don't hear from them and you're like, what's going on? And if not for that, a lot of times they may even gaslight you and say that you've become this or done this or done that. 
you know, listing things that you've never participated in or things that you've never yourself done. And then you just find yourself left without anyone um, going from talking to this person every day and um, being close with them, kicking with them to just nothing, just absolutely nothing. And then it's like you're dealing with letting them go at the same time that you're dealing with all the psychological issues that, you know, you've been left with. Like, what, why did they leave me? And why didn't they want to make this work? And then you know that they are probably no good for you, but you feel this weird attraction point or this desperation for them. Um, and you just don't know why, right? A lot of times being left behind by a toxic partner can kind of feel like death. I know that sounds dramatic, but you know, if you can relate, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. You just feel, you, you might just feel super depressed. You feel like you don't know how to go on. You don't even know that you can go on. Um, it, and it's terrible. It's really awful. So I think a lot of times that can happen, that sense of desperation of not knowing how to go on or how to carry on when it comes to a toxic partner leaving you can happen as a result of losing yourself during the relationship, um, sort of abandoning yourself to make things work with that person. You know, a lot of times with toxic people, it's their way or the highway. You've got to do things as they want it, when they want it, like they want it. And so you lose a lot of your own sense of drive, your own sense of self during the relationship. And so once they up and leave, it's like they've taken you with them because now you don't know, you're trying to collect the pieces, recollect the pieces and trying to figure out who were you before this and who are you now? And it can be devastating. I remember when it came to one toxic partner, um, up and leaving my life which now that I look at it I am so thankful because I wish I would have done it in the first place so I'm glad that they did it but at the time I was just like I was really upset because I could not understand you know I blamed myself I was like what did I do wrong first of all that was like the first thought what did I do wrong and then I got upset super angry because I'm like I wasted all this time with you I um sacrificed all these these things for you and it just became you know this thing where I was consumed with anger and obsessed with this person knowing that they have made me upset knowing that they but the thing was it's like they never you know they never called and they weren't going to because they had up and left but I wanted them to call me or I wanted to call them and you know let them know hey you're wrong and da 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 and I wasted all this time with you and I'm so upset because da 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 and what I didn't recognize then is that even though they were toxic towards me and they were hurtful and they did things that were just not excusable it wouldn't do anything for me to go back to this person and try to get them to see where what they'd done to me or how I'd felt because they were just not interested in it in the first place as evidenced by the way that they treated me the whole entire time and it's like I put all my effort and my energy into oh I wish they knew what kind of person they were to me and oh I wish they knew how much I sacrificed and what I did to you know keep this relationship going or whatever but it was you know only after some time Later that I realized, wait, it's not even about what can I do to get them to see this, that and the other. What I need to do is figure out what's going on within me that's making me feel like I want this person back or that I want to even use my energy any longer to try and get them to see the kind of person that they were to me. And so with that being said, when it comes 
to you and letting your person go or the person that was in your life go. I know right now a lot of your energy is concentrated on you know, feeling all these different range of emotions from anger to sadness to bitterness to depressed, maybe even depressed, um, and that all of it is likely very focused on them and maybe even replaying all those moments in your mind of everything that went well and trying to figure out where it went wrong and all this kind of everything. But I challenge you to look at it as a blessing. I always, always say when something is for you, it is going to be there no matter what. Nothing that is for you is going to leave your life. So if something left your life, and I know it might have been someone that you thought you were going to spend forever with. You thought you were going to get married to them or maybe you did get married to them or you've been together for eight plus years I know it feels like oh my gosh now nobody's ever gonna want me but the truth of the matter is that if it was supposed to actually be for you it would have been it wouldn't have gone anywhere anything that's for you it's gonna stay for you so I hope you sit with that truth and whenever you just feel down remember that if something is for you it's gonna be there for you no matter what Next, I also challenge you to redirect your energy from the other person to yourself. Redirect it back to what can I do with this time? I think in another podcast I mentioned trying to figure out what your passion is if you don't already have one because I guarantee you if you find something that you can put all your energy into that you enjoy um, you will find that your life is just going to have so much more meaning. Everything is going to be so much brighter, more positive looking because you have something to focus on you have something to grow with and grow in that's never going to leave you your passion's never going to leave you the only thing that's going to happen with it is it's just going to um, grow with you and it's going to expand you as a person one thing you don't want to do is jump to another person now I know you might be thinking okay well they jumped to another person so quickly what about me well here's the thing when people jump from one person to another person what that means is they are not comfortable with healing I'm just going to say that one more time. They're not comfortable with healing. People who, and if this is you, it's okay. It's okay. No shame. I've been there too, where I've jumped from person to person to person to person because I did not want to heal. I did not want to deal with my emotions. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel all these kinds of emotions from the toxic relationship, but give yourself that time. You actually need that time to let those feelings bubble up to the surface and then go. That's another thing that you need to know is that they will go. They will pass. It doesn't matter how long you've been with the person. Those feelings will pass once you've worked through them. But you're not going to be able to work through them if you jump to the next person. You know what else is going to happen if you jump to the next person quickly is you're going to have rose-colored glasses. Um, and when I say rose-colored glasses, what I mean by that is you are going to look at the next person as everything is hunky-dory with them. Everything's great. You're going to miss any red fl- possible red flags, any possible pink flags. You're going to miss them all because your mindset is going to be that last person hurt me and now I want to feel good and I want somebody to take care of me or I want somebody to make me feel better. So I don't care what's going on. This person's present in here with me. So we're going to make it work. Cause, and so you're not going to see anything that might be a red flag or anything that might be a repetition of what you last had before. You need to take a minute to just collect and find yourself. And if that other person wants to be on Instagram or Facebook with their new person one week after they um, uh, broke up with you, let them. <laughs> let them. Don't worry about how happy they look. Don't. It's not. It. You don't have 
to take that in. You don't have to feel some type of way or feel like you have to also do what they're doing because you see them doing it. Focus on you and how you can heal through it because here's the thing, when you heal through all the emotions of what you were left with, what you're going to find is you're going to have you're not going to have rose-colored glasses when the right person comes around. You're going to be clear, crystal clear. Everything is going to make sense. You're going to see any possible signs that might remind you of the last person and you are because you've taken the time to work through your emotions and feelings now you know hey wait I love myself too much to throw myself back in this loop and going back to what I was saying earlier about finding a passion that it's it's important to keep yourself busy while at the same time releasing your emotions and feeling your emotions a lot of times people are just like go out there go have fun go find another person but we don't want to do that. We don't want to speed that process. We want to go through it, go through the emotions, go through the healing, go through the feelings. But at the same time, we want to put our focus, right? Our focus on something that's um, going to help us grow and expand. And that's not <laughs> going to be another man, woman, or potential partner, right? And if you want to hear a little bit more on my discussion on finding passion before finding your person, tune into episode 20 titled um, Love Don't Cost a Thing on finding a passion before finding your person. So you can hear my spiel on that. But yes, if I can leave you with anything, I want you to know that it will get better. You're not going to be alone for life. Okay, there's no way you're going to be alone for life. If you desire love or if you desire someone to be with, it will find you. That's the bottom line. And I believe that in this life, anything that we want, we can have. Um, As long as we believe that we can. That's the main thing. But until then... It's so, so important to focus the attention back on you. How can I heal from this? How did this make me feel? Instead of what did look at what they did to me and I want them to feel how I feel and I want them to go through what I went through. Instead of putting that focus outward, put it inward. How do I feel right now? Am I comfortable with the space and the place that I'm in right now? Have I really sorted through the hurt and the pain that left me, that this left me with? Or do I need to go deeper What can my reaction to this breakup or the way I was acting in that relationship tell me about myself? What do I now know that I want in a relationship? What are my non-negotiables? What are things that I don't want to see? What are things that I do want to see? Who am I outside of this person or who was I outside of this person? And what can I do to get back to that person or to find that person? And that is what I would do. That's how you let them go, is putting the focus back on you. So I hope this episode was helpful. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Self Love Fix podcast. And I will see you here, same time, same place as always. Thank you so much for tuning in.